0: This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans, where members are the plan. Farm Bureau Health Plans makes it easy for Tennesseans to get the health care coverage they need for less than they expect. Visit FBHP.com. With Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith. Glad to have you with us on on a
1: Tuesday. It is a Tuesday indeed.
0: And the uh, DeAndre Hopkins talk goes on. And on and on. Even and though on. he completed his visit yesterday afternoon. Uh, came in roughly Sunday afternoon, gone Monday afternoon.
1: Yeah, not a bad visit. Now,
0: lots of talk about what he thought, uh, lots of talk on social media and in other places about people who encountered him or who have still
1: encountered him. And I mean, the the feeling is that it it went well. Yeah, I mean, by all accounts, everything that we have heard or seen seems to be positive. Um, we obviously don't know the inner workings or dealings of that stuff, but well, we saw seems him. Pleased, yeah. He he was here. Yeah, he was definitely here. He we can confirm.
0: Uh, we can confirm. We saw him, <laughs> and uh, so that's great. Uh. Are we surprised that he didn't do anything? No. No. Not surprised in the least because at this point, if you're him, the Titans off program is over in a matter of hours.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's not much more to do.
0: There's not much more to do. Um, you could do a deal and then be in a position where you had several weeks to get everything situated with where you're going to live. But, I mean, for somebody like that – um he's going to have somebody to help him with that. That's not going to be that's not like one of us moving somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit different. I think that I think that time is of the essence in that you want to get it done well before training camp. Right. However, it is not an immediate pressing need where it needs to happen within the next 48 hours because he has the ability to Get somewhere, get situated, get his feet under him, and has some help with some of that stuff.
0: So, if you're following this, which every Titans fan is doing right now, it feels now,
1: like everybody in America is on this like Carmen San Diego. Where in the world is DeAndre Hopkins? Hopkins. Uh, like, watch.
0: Well, the things that I would say is is it a surprise he had a good visit? No, it's, it's Nashville. It's a great place to live. This is an outstanding organization. The facilities are impressive. The people that I, – I had a guest here for the last 24 hours, uh, not player-related, but the guest said the same thing. This is first class. This is – everyone is so nice. Everything is done in the right way. Everybody's excited about what's going on. I think that's probably the same sort of experience that he had – In dealing with football, he went to CMA Music Fest Sunday night. That's a great show.
1: Yes, it is. It's always a good time. I mean, Mike, we are very nice and fun, as are most of our colleagues. So I I can't imagine that he would have come here and had a negative experience. But what does it all come down to, Mike Keith?
0: Money is undefeated. Money
1: is undefeated.
0: Money is undefeated. And we don't know what the offer is. We don't know what anybody else's offer is. And, you know, if if your offer is competitive, do you like your chances? Because he, he said to, you know, Nashville has a vibe, or it's a vibe, and, and I, perfectly... Everybody's vibing here. Well, but th- but that's great. But if there's $2 million difference or there's a different structure of a contract or whatever... I mean, at this point in his career, he's going to look to make as much money as possible. And so that's another reason why you would not expect him to be in a hurry. So I th- I don't think it's a, as every day goes by, the less chance you have to get him. I think he's going to try to look as much as he can. and And clearly, he wants to be in a position where he can... Do the best he can, and and you know maybe get his agent. I'm sure wants people to bid, and and it's okay. That's the normal part of the process.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think he's doing his due diligence, right. which is what he should do. Um, I think for the Titans, and we've talked about this before, there is obviously a financial component to this where you want to obviously throw him a deal that is competitive sure. but not reckless. And so for both parties, there is maneuvering involved. And I think that probably is the same situation for a variety of different well, teams it. who are playing this game. There's maneuvering on both parts. Well, that,
0: and that's going on with Dalvin Cook right now, too. Right. Everybody's like, why has it Dalvin Cook done something fast? Well, Dalvin Cook just lost a big deal in Minnesota. And so he's trying to get the best deal he can. And again, there's no hurry to do anything right now. Right. Nobody is going to be back in this building after this week, football wise, until like July 22nd or something. That's the normal period of time. And that's the first wave. The second wave doesn't come until four or five days later. So it's not like you're going to be here working out or I mean, people can if they want to. But you could also go to Florida or go to Texas or. A
1: lot of people right.
0: go to Atlanta or flee the scene. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, because it's your only chance to. So I, you know, I think at this point you're just waiting and seeing what's going to be out there. But the Titans certainly dip their toe in the water by bringing him in, giving him a good show, and I mean, obviously, somebody if the, if the offer was incredibly low, whatever it is, or if there was an even, ink, even an inkling that the offer was way off, somebody would have reported that. Yeah. So I, I don't think – I just think the game has to play out is what I'm talking about.
1: Here's what I do know about Nashville, about Mike Vrabel, about the Tennessee Titans organization as a whole. If money is equal across the board, if every team offers right. him the exact same amount of money – I like my chances for right. the Tennessee Titans. That's right. I because there are so many good things about this community, that's right. about this state, right. about this team, about this coaching staff. I cannot imagine a scenario where everything else being equal, right, you don't pick the Tennessee Titans. Am but, I biased? Potentially.
0: But if he's got a better chance at a second year in a deal, right. if he gets offered, you know, if the Titans offer him the most money, then even if he likes other places, he's probably going to play for the Titans. Yeah.
1: But money is undefeated. Money team. is undefeated.
0: And I, I kept saying that all through the process when we were hearing all these good things. It's like, all that's great, and you want to put your best foot forward. And I love Rand Carthon as a recruiter. I like Mike Vrabel as a recruiter. I like Jeffrey Simmons as a recruiter. And I think the Titans, to me, it feels like they're in the best place they can be. But this may go on a
1: while. And that's fine.
0: Because if he does go to New England, then he also may try to draw in another suitor who will give him a visit. And because,
1: like I said, he's got time. Yeah. I mean, we've all got time. What are we doing? It's summer. I mean, let's all just sit and watch this for a while. I know. Titans fans, we like results. I get it. We are a a show-me-now kind of people. Mm -hmm. It's also Missourians.
0: You go the show me
1: state. The show me state, instant gratification. Right. But could it be worth the wait? Sure.
0: Well, it would certainly be worth the wait.
1: I mean, and even if it's not, could we all have fun in the process?
0: Sure. Well, it's exciting.
1: It's fun to speculate. It's
0: exciting about the about the whole thing because I mean he's he's a player that certainly is going to be in the conversation with Hall of Fame credentials for what he's been able to do. I I don't know where receivers will go going forward because there are so many guys who have amazing numbers. Yeah. So I don't know what the basis is. I know when you look at 853 catches and 71 touchdowns and five Pro Bowls and you look at who he is, do you think he's one of the best of his era? Yes.
1: Yeah. Here's what I know. Okay. If he doesn't pick the Tennessee Titans, I need him to go someplace far, far away. Where we will not see him very much. Like New England? I, I mean, like Madagascar. <laughs> like, do see, they have a team? You're,
0: you're not helping.
1: What do you mean? I'm not helping. You're well, te- I don't. Okay, so I don't want him to go to Houston, right, Indy, right. Jacksonville. Got it. Don't go to those places. Cleveland. Don't go to Cleveland. Don't go any place. Play that, Cleveland
0: in week three. Yeah,
1: don't go anywhere that we play in and 23. And that would put him
0: with Deshaun Watson again.
1: Yeah, and I don't love that. Nope. So let's not do that. Um, and see,
0: I think they're one of those teams that's lurking in the bushes, you know, just waiting to see kind of what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. And they have a tendency to pounce right at the end and get something. Well, done. we've
0: seen they've they've overpaid before at, <laughs> mo- at moments where they've had to make a move. They haven't been scared because, I mean, in some of these situations and, you know, that's what you're into is if you get outbid by a small amount, do you come back and say, OK, we'll do this. We'll go up to this. Because we want you here. Yeah. And, you know, with the Titans salary cap situation, while tight this year, not tight next year, are there things that they could look to do? We don't know that. We don't know, you know, that's the part for the OT people that we want to make sure you understand is we, ha- we don't have any idea what goes on with that.
1: We are not involved in those meetings.
0: No. But we do know, having seen a few of these, how they can work. Yes. 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 All right, what else we know is the rookies are winding up this week. Yeah. This part of the off season and they then get to stick around while the veterans are gone.
1: They get to do some life enrichment.
0: Get to visit some different places around town, yeah. learn learn some different life skills. Um It's a it's a neat program overall.
1: I love it. I think it's great. The few times that we've had the ability to kind of follow them through the rookie program just over the years, you know, documenting different things for social media, trying to pull back that curtain a little bit. The times that we have been invited to go along to different things, it's always just been a hoot. But I do think that there are a lot of programs that they're able to be a part of. And, of course, they're doing some football stuff as well. You know, they're still training and lifting and doing all of the things to get themselves in pro football shape. Um, But they learn a lot of things about – Mental health, they learn a lot of things about financial kind of wellness and stability and how to manage some of that. They're learning some of the finer points of how to be a pro and maneuver things like buying a house, buying a car, you know, negotiating with your friends and family now that all of a sudden you have all this money. There's a lot of things that kind of you have to learn how to maneuver around and the league as a whole has done a good job of incorporating more programs and the Tennessee Titans specifically have expanded massively in recent years, just including more programs and more instruction almost. Um, instead of just giving a guy a binder with a bunch of reference links and phone numbers to say, call it your convenience. Let's actually teach you a little bit and kind of get our hands dirty and really invest in you guys and, what the things are that you're going to be facing and going through. So the rookie program is something that has continued to grow over the years, and it's always something that I'm excited to see those guys go through because I really do think it's helpful for you them. You had a good
0: visit with rookie tight end Josh Wiley, the fifth-round pick out of Cincinnati.
1: I did. I did. Um, if you've seen him on the field at any point during OTAs or minicamp, camp um, you know why I'm a big fan of him on the field. Some of the things he's able to do are just bananas, and he's tall, and, but he doesn't run like he's super tall. He, he doesn't run like Taylor Swift. You know He runs like... He
0: doesn't run like Taylor Swift.
1: Taylor Swift has very long arms and very long legs, and she kind of runs like a like a gazelle. Have you or, seen Taylor Swift run? See, if you've gone to her shows, you've seen her run. She is booking it. She's got places to be. Does she really? Yeah, she's moving, but she's not. she doesn't run like Josh Wiley. She runs like— She's a little
0: gangly, you're yeah, saying? Yeah, she's
1: got a lot of limbs going in a lot of different directions. He is a tall, big, long man, right. so he could have a lot of limbs going in a lot of different directions, but he doesn't. I am, He's a very uh, athletic human, and so watching him run, it's amazing how I big mean, he is.
0: For Taylor Swift to be your comparison, I never saw that coming. <laughs>
1: Taylor Swift and you'll never unsee it now. She is all arms and legs and God love her. I mean, she's incredible. She is incredible. And I saw her show and Wowzers. Athletic to be able to do what she did for so long. But she's she's got a lot of limbs and they are just all over the place. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. Well, let's get back to Josh
0: Wiley now, as you have totally taken me out of the space. I'm
1: sorry, I really didn't mean to, because this is a great interview, and I'm really excited for people to hear it.
0: Amy had a chance to talk to Josh Wiley. Taylor Swift was not mentioned, but nicknames, potential nicknames were, and also his uh, relationship with Mike Grable prior to becoming a Titan. This is rookie fifth-round pick Josh Wiley with Amy Wells on the OTP.
1: Josh Wiley, you are a former Cincinnati Bearcat, and so you played for Luke Fickle. Mm -hmm. Luke Fickle is someone we are familiar with here because he is very close with Mike Vrabel, their former teammates. Did you get some sort of a scouting report on Mike Vrabel before you arrived at Tennessee?
2: (laughs) Uh, Coach Fick didn't, I mean, we ain't going to depth about Coach Vrabels, but you know, Coach Vrabels was somebody that's been in the building at UC plenty of times, and uh, we've met in the past. So I was very like, it was very comfortable feeling knowing, you know, I mean, I've already met the head coach um, and just, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool.
1: That familiarity must make things a little bit easier when you're getting your feet under you. Your rookie season, there's a lot of stuff coming at you. When the most familiar face is the head coach, that's got to be helpful, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely. And you know, Coach Fick, you know, at Cincinnati, we, we preach a lot on like effort and attitude. Um, which is, you know, a lot of what it is here, you know, your toughness, your effort and everything. Um, And I know there's going to be, you know, challenges to face, of course, but uh, I'm just hoping it's a smooth transition.
1: Now, have you been assigned a nickname from Mike Vrabel yet? Uh Uh-uh. Well, that's coming.
2: It's probably going to be chicken legs or something. (laughs) He's he's gotten on me about my, my calf sizes, so. I've been doing some calf raises for him.
1: Well, that's good. You know, at least you are anticipating it And maybe you'll be okay with it Mm -hmm. once it finally does arrive Um, But we here will not call you chicken legs. Okay. Just to preserve. Yeah, to make you feel good (laughs) You are not far from your home though. Cincinnati's not that far away from Nashville How good does it feel to be able to stay kind of in the region close by?
2: Yeah, it feels really good Uh, my family you know, they travel deep to games. Um, they all going to be here uh, in their jerseys and everything. But uh, I was telling Dwight outside, like we tra- we vacation in Tennessee all the time as kids. Um, me, my dad, my uncle, we, we hiked Mount Leconte one time, um, which is like the highest peak in Tennessee, if you don't know. Um, my uncle had a place up on English Mountain, so we stayed there a bunch. So. Um, you know, I mean, I'm familiar with the state, but this is kind of my first time in Nashville. So,
1: so how exciting was it for you when you got the call that you were being drafted by the Tennessee Titans?
2: It was really cool. Um, my heart was racing, uh, but it was really cool to share that moment with my family and my close friends. Um, you know, I mean, those are my supporters; those are the people that have been there for me um, through my entire life. Uh, so it was a really cool moment.
1: I want to talk about you as a tight end a little bit because when you read scouting reports on yourself. I don't know if you do that. Do people read their own scouting reports?
2: Um, I try not to. I mean, I, I, I know what I have to get better at and what I'm good at, so um, I really don't care what any other, any, every, anybody else's opinion is. So.
1: All right, well, I'm gonna tell you about one anyway. So okay. somebody <laughs> said that you were a tight end who thought he was a receiver. Are those fighting words or is that a compliment?
2: <laughs> um, that's a good question. I mean, I started out as a receiver when I was young. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's kind of what I played. I've always had pretty good hands. Um, And being a tight end, you know, in the box is something I'm kind of new to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So naturally, yeah, I would say that's kind of accurate. But um, there's room to improve in the box, and you know, I mean, that's where my that's where my head is, you know, looking towards for sure.
1: Coming here to the Tennessee Titans, there's a lot of things that. Are changing within the Titans offense and there's a lot of moving parts are you excited to be a part of a Tim Kelly offense where he obviously is interested in using tight ends and you get to be a big part of that
2: mm-hmm. absolutely um, and I really think I can add value you know kind of at the Y and F position um, and I think you know I mean I can really have a role on special teams too uh, so I'm, I'm really excited to get started
1: what sets you apart from other tight ends
2: mm. I would say, I mean, God gifted me, God gifted me with good size. You know what I mean? I'm 6'6", I'm 250, um, and I can still run it and, and uh, get out of routes pretty clean.
1: Using the chicken legs to your advantage. Uh-huh,
2: that's right, <laughs> aerodynamic.
1: <laughs> well, Josh Wiley, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us today.
2: Thank you, I appreciate it.
0: We've got some breaking news. You Titan fans are going to want to hear its official. SeatGeek is now the official ticketing partner of the Tennessee Titans. That's right. The deal is finalized, and SeatGeek is the newest member of the Titans family. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it because you'll be hearing it a lot more this season. Whether you're buying or selling tickets to Titans games or any other live event in Nashville, SeatGeek is the place to do it. SeatGeek, the new official ticketing partner of the Tennessee Titans so Titans fans can fan. You and Josh Wiley. Yeah, good conversation.
1: Big fan, big fan, entertaining fella. Do not call him chicken legs.
0: Now, what I want to know is he more entertaining than Tajay Spears, rookie running back from Tulane?
1: Oh, I don't know. They're like apples and oranges when it comes to entertainment. I like them both. Mm-hmm. I, like them bo- I like them both. I like them both off the connected field. Connected with both. I w- you know, I was kind of vibing with with the guys in this rookie class. Um, and I like them both on the field too. Tajay Spears does not have the Taylor Swift thing. No, he doesn't. No. But, man, is he fun to watch. Mm-hmm. He is fat. He's like a video game. He
0: is a video game. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yes. He, and um, very thankful, very entertaining, mm-hmm. very energetic, just a lot of fun. His personality totally matches his style of play.
1: 100%. He is is in person in talking to him his conversation style is just as fun as he is to watch on the field from
0: Tulane third round pick he's been one of the stars of the offseason so far at least Tajay Spears talking with Amy Wells on the OTP
1: Tajay Spears so good to have you here and it feels like there's a lot of things to talk about, and I have so many questions for you, and I can't wait to get to all of them. But I want to know from your mouth: Are you more tired of talking about your knees than anything else that a person could possibly ask you about?
3: Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. But I know that question gonna always come up. But uh, I'm kind of, ty- I'm kind of tired of talking about.
1: It. I'm sure you are. But you seem like an incredibly patient man. You're always happy to answer the questions. I'm not going to ask you about them. I don't really care that much, quite frankly. <laughs> uh, we're just excited to see you on the field. But I do want to talk to you about overcoming adversity because it seems like you are someone who, no matter the question, no matter the challenge that's put in front of you, you've continued to rise above it. Um, is that a fair assessment?
3: Yes, ma'am, it is. Uh, it goes back to where I come from. Um, just can't accept. just can't accept failure. Uh, I'm always pushing through and always trying to power through. It's not going to be, it ain't about what you go through. It's all about how you, you know, get through it. So it's going to be what it's going to be at the end of the day. It's going to happen. Things going to transpire, but it's not. It's just about how you respond to it. And like, I can't quit because if I quit on myself, I quit on everybody that believe in me.
1: You've been in situations, whether it be challenging situations at home, whether it be an injury, whether it be being on a football team that's just not performing on the field the way you hope they would. You always seem to find a way to come out of it with your with the best thing going for you. You always seem to come out on top. Is that just a function of not giving up and keep grinding all the time?
3: Um, that's a form of that and also just uh, what you call winning the day. Every day you got to win a day. and I work extremely hard and all my peers and all my teammates can attest to it. Um, work hard day in and day out. You got to um, have those goals in your mind and know what you Know what, you, know what you're striving towards, and also you just can't accept anything. And, like, with my hard work and everything that I put in, I'm just not accepting. I'm not, I'm not accepting losing. I've been losing all my life, so it, it's my turn to win.
1: I know your dad's the one who originally put you in football. Why did he make that decision?
3: Um, all my brothers play football. I be uh, teasing him, telling him he put me in late because <laughs> I was his baby and he didn't want to see me get hit. But, uh, yeah, he, he put me in. Uh, just, all my brothers is just, I guess, was a little tradition that everybody was doing it. And, it, and first year, it turned out to be, it turned out to work for me.
1: So right from the very beginning, it was obvious that you were talented?
3: It was. I, I was. I scored like seven touchdowns a year. That, that don't sound like a lot, but I was like a little kid. And like, mind you, like nobody taught me how to play football. It was like my first year. I was like, okay, got some. Then next year came around, I think we won a championship. Yeah, we, I was on the Knights and had to score like 20-something touchdowns. And, we had won the championship, so like that was cool. That's probably like my favorite years of football, to be honest.
1: Really? How old were you that year?
3: You wanna make me tell the story? I
1: mean, I yeah. Can't,
3: I can't remember, <laughs> like uh, nine or ten or eleven. So let's say from the nine to twelve range.
1: So from the nine to twelve range was your favorite years of playing football.
3: No, that's when you had, like, you know, you have fun. You have a lot of fun now, but, like, mm-hmm. that's when you had the most fun. That's when you had the most fun. Because you're just playing. You're just playing. You ain't got no cares, no worries in the world. You're just out there playing.
1: Now, I've heard a rumor about you, and I need you to tell me if this is true. Oh. You had a bad habit of making kids, A, chase you, And B putting a move on them and just (laughs) juking them out of their shoes. Is is this correct? Who told you that? Hey, I don't name my sources. I need you to tell me if that's correct.
3: Okay, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: When did you figure out you were so fast?
3: Um, and it took me a long time, um, honestly. But in high school, in high school, that's when I realized I was fast. Yeah, high school.
1: And other than that, it was just you liked having people chase you.
3: Yeah. Yes. Whatever it takes to score.
1: <laughs> all right. I like that. I like that. How do you take some of those philosophies, liking to run around, liking to put a move on people, knowing that you don't hate being chased, how do you put that all together on Saturdays, on Sundays, on Friday nights?
3: At a point in time, you just got to say, like, just forget it. And, like, it's going to, you know, just go out there and be yourself. So, like, that's what I do, just say forget it. And just I know, I know I've been working hard all week and I know I've been, you know, I got great coaching throughout the week. I got you know, I learned from my mistakes. I just you know, just gotta let it go and, and just be free. So like just just being free just gotta be free.
1: You're very confident in your skill set.
3: You gotta be, be, um at first I wasn't like this, like probably like a year or two ago I wasn't like this. So I'm trying to I'm trying to step into that into that confidence range and see, you know, what it'll take for me. What I mean, how far it'll take me it'll take me. But um it's not it's not it's confidence and not cognizance, though. I just wanna, you know, clear that up.
1: Right. What what changed that gave you that confidence?
3: Um, showing myself that I can do it on all these different levels. Um, we play we play some good good competition at Tulane. We play some real good competition week in and week out because any given week you can lose if you're not, you know, locked in. But um just experiencing all these bowl games and experiencing these senior bowls and the combine and like just experiencing all these people interacting with all these people and like dang i'm the same and if it's different is you know it's a plus in, in my in my direction but um like i said i'm humble so yeah
1: you attribute a lot of your success to your dad why is that
3: because he never gave up on me um we, we've been through our highs together and we've been through our low 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 lows together like he was a man that was on my side the whole time uh, he never left me even when um Nobody else said they believed in me. Uh, Everybody's going to say they believe in me now, but even when nobody else said they believe in me, he kept pushing it in my head. And uh, he told me he believed in me. showed me because he had every right to leave. And um, it was just me and him for a long, long time, so.
1: What's the number one lesson that you've learned throughout your career?
3: Oh, the number one lesson? I got a few. Um, no matter what it is, you, you got to always be yourself. and. Um, you're gonna have to to adjust on the fly. So always be yourself and just adjust on the fly.
1: The Tennessee Titans are going to be playing the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans in 2023. You are going to have the opportunity to play in front of your friends and family back home in New Orleans where you're from um, in an NFL uniform, in a Tennessee Titans uniform. What is that moment gonna be like for you?
3: It's crazy because I'm trying to like take it all in. That's like, let's, 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 let's go a little bit before that. Like I got the opportunity to play in the NFL. I don't know too many people that's from my hometown that, that can that can say that, that's doing it. That. So like, I'm very appreciative for that. But um, that's what like somebody was telling me the other day. Uh, like, man, when y'all come down here and play the Saints, it's going to be like a home game for you because all your people are going to be here. I'm going to have probably like the whole city there. So it's <laughs> going to be amazing. Introducing the new Dunkin'
0: Rewards program. Download the app to join today and start saving and stacking your way to free Dunkin' you'll love. Dunkin' Rewards. Save them, stack them, use them how you want. America runs on Dunkin'. Terms apply. Really enjoyed your conversation with Tajay Spears. Why,
1: thank you. Um, I didn't mean for this to be the the Amy Wells and Friends show. Well,
0: I mean, you've kind of, you've gone into a lot of things. Let's see what we've covered. We, We both agree, don't get panicked one way or the other and don't get in a hurry about the whole DeAndre Hopkins thing.
1: In the words of Dave McGinnis, keep your powder dry. Yes. Yes.
0: It's going to have to wait it out.
1: And that's okay. Maybe it
0: takes a little time. Maybe it takes a lot of time. Maybe it takes no time. We don't know. Well, but th- that's the whole thing is you've got to you've got to wait and let it play out. From his standpoint, you would guess it's going to take some time because he probably wants to see and talk with everyone who has an option open.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that would be the responsible thing to do.
0: But why be responsible, right? But, but why, if you yes. get a
1: great deal, also just mm-hmm. go for it. I mean, you do you, man. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Good conversations
0: with Amy Wells and Josh Wiley, rookie tight end Cincinnati, and Tajay Spears, rookie running back Tulane. Really enjoyed that.
1: I'm glad, Mike.
0: Off-season program winding up. Yep. Almost done with that. Rookies stick around for a while. And uh, we begin to go into the,
1: fade into the dark
0: period a little bit.
1: The dark period.
0: It's really the only time of the year now.
1: It really is. There's about, what, three weeks? Two weeks? If that. Yeah. Two-ish weeks where things really just shut down. um, And then everybody starts leaking back in and your inbox starts filling up with, this thing and that thing, and then you kind of start to feel the treadmill turn back on, you know, and then all of a sudden, once training camp starts, which is soon, I don't know the exact countdown, you might.
0: Probably right now at around 40 days. Yeah. Roughly 40 days. Yeah. Which is hard to believe. I wish
1: you had said a different number because that one gives me a little bit of anxiety. Why? Well, because there's so much stuff I feel like I need to do before we start training camp. Training camp is the season. In my brain, once we start training camp, the season is here because we've got shows that we're doing all the time. That's right. And we've got podcasts going all the time, and we've got practice every day. We're getting
0: ready for all our television programs in the fall.
1: Right. And so there's so many things going on. All of a sudden, you are in a regular season kind of cadence. And for us, that means constant movement. We are rocking and rolling at that point. And so there are some things, like, I want to make sure that I have all my new office supplies. Like, I need new pens, and I haven't gotten them yet. It's that kind of stuff. I only well, have 40 days. You have time. Well, 40 days. That's right. It's not a lot of days, Mike. Ask Noah. <laughs> That's true. Make it build an ark. Can build an ark. I can probably two secure some pens. Yes. <laughs>
0: pens in two by two.
1: You are not sharing my, my no, level of. No, I don't worry
0: about it. I mean, I, I've been working on it all along. I mean I'm I'm just hmm, chipping away.
1: Oh, no. okay. Well, I mean that's what I do. Some of us must be.
0: Like if you follow us on Instagram at ten voice at T E N N voice, you would have seen me with Eddie George. Yeah. Edward Nathan George Junior.
1: Very exciting.
0: Yes. What were we doing? Well we were shooting something for television for the fall. We are
1: work we're, we're busy bees. Mike Keith chipping away. Chipping away. And I just need to make a quick office supply run. Well, that doesn't seem very hard. Oh, Mike, this is why you have bad pens.
0: I have the best pens. That's
1: not true. That's a marker.
0: This is a pen. No, these are the pens that I use. It's a marker. They work fine. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a lot of caffeine today, haven't
1: you? Uh, no, actually, but I'm
0: uh... ready to fight somebody.
1: No, <laughs> I'm not ready to fight somebody. Kind of feels like you are. There's kind of a buzz around here today. It's probably Hopkins related.
0: Or Eddie George being in the building.
1: Or Eddie George being in the building. Or the off-season program winding down.
0: Yeah, there's a different feel when the off-season program begins to wind down because I don't want to say it's people going ahead and putting surfboards on the top of their car, but there is a little bit of schools getting ready to be out for the only time during the course of the year.
1: It feels like summer break is upon us. That's right. And it's got everybody kind of buzzing around, and perhaps I too am buzzing.
0: Because you've had too much caffeine.
1: I haven't, though. From Duncan. I drank decaf.
0: Duncan has a new rewards program, Duncan Rewards. Rewards you can really use.
1: That was a good transition. Thank you.
0: That's going to do it for this edition of the OTP. For Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith. Thanking you for listening. I'll say it again. To the OTP.